Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right. Welcome in. Oh, this is a show I am very excited for. Show writes itself today. What are the headlines? Huge news in the world of Kansas basketball and a huge moment for this program and for this show because this time last week we were, oh no, ruining the another recruiting catastrophe. And But some people behind a podcast microphone said, forget Ty Ty. How about Remi? Rem- we'll get to that in a second. You've probably seen the news. I will dive ever so deeper into the humongous news of the week for Kansas basketball. A couple big items on the docket for today, including some news that broke just as I was doing some preparation for this here episode of the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast network for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I'm Jonas Nordman, happy to bring you all the Jayhawks news and notes and everything that is happening around Bill Self's basketballing squad. And what a crazy week in a lot of different ways. Um, I went to the gym for the first time in over a year, like a big public gym. So that was interesting. Um, If you've been doing that, if you're in states or communities, or if you just know someone that opens up their private gym for you and with a little wink, wink, hush, hush, then good for you. Uh, but this is the first time I've gone to like a big box store gym since probably March of 2020 or something. Um, yes, I felt it. It was a tough time. Uh, yes, there were other people there. I made sure to sanitize everywhere I went. It was very difficult to do the gymnasium exercises with a, a mask on, but we do what we can, right? It's for the people. It's also get the beach season, baby. So I was like, this is the exact day. This is two weeks from my second vaccination. And to celebrate the occasion, I suffered. (laughs) Let me know your thoughts. Let me know what's going on in your life. Um, This is not what you wanted to tune in and listen to. What you truly wanted to hear was the humongous news. Two more transfers are in. What does that mean for the Kansas roster that we know and sort of love from last year? I'll get into that as well. But we start... May 13th, 2021, one week ago, I sat here in this very cha- in this very chair in my home studio. I wasn't necessarily lamenting the loss of Ty Ty Washington to Kentucky. Instead, I was looking towards the potentials. You throw enough out there, enough BS, some of it's going to manifest itself and come true. Right? And so I said... You know, there's a senior guard out there. There's a guy who was recruited by Kansas. There's a guy who came from a high school and a headmaster and a a principal, I should say, and a head coach of a basketball program, a powerhouse basketball program that really believes in and trusts Bill Self. It almost seems too perfect to be true. I was, of course, referring to Rami Martin, a guy who's averaged exactly 19.1 points per game the last two seasons for Arizona State. And like manna from heaven, 
a smooth glass of Remy Martin has is making its way to Lawrence, Kansas as yes. I don't know if I necessarily spoke it into existence, but it's happening. Remy Martin, should he forego the draft process or the rest of the draft process? Maybe the best way to say that is should he forego going pro? He will be a Kansas Jayhawk next year. He is committed. He will play college basketball. Should he play college basketball next year in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse? And this is humongous news. Now, first and foremost, I, I need to address the caveat that I just mentioned. Um, it, it sort of feels like he's a guy who's testing the, de- the draft waters, getting more input, more so than, hey, where am I going to get drafted? I think he's more so saying, hey, what do I need to work on this upcoming year? His release made it sound very likely. I mean, the wording of it, which take it for a grain of salt if you really want. But the wording of it made it sound as if he's coming to Lawrence next year. So before I get to the other news, right off the bat, you start envisioning starting lineups, right? Rotations. And for, the, for this moment right now, let's just say the starting lineup is Remy Martin, either Joseph Yosefu or Christian Brown, or Yosefu, the transfer out of Drake. Ochai Abaji, Jalen Wilson, David McCormack. If they're improving, if they're able to be practicing together, there's a, even an ounce of consistency, which I think Remy Martin is going to bring. That's a good starting lineup. That's a good rotation. Then you've got guys like Pettiford on the bench, uh, either Yosefu or Brown off the bench. You know, uh, the Juco transfer, Sidney Curry. Big, beefy young man, Cam Martin, the transfer from Southeast Missouri State, wherever the heck he came from. There's more options. It's a lot of turnover. It's a lot of getting to know you. There's going to be name tags in practice for sure. So that's what the starting rotation could be. But more on Martin. What I, what I am really looking forward to and what I think Kansas Jayhawk fans should really look forward to and expect is the intensity. It is something that we all saw twice when he was both a freshman and a sophomore when he lit up KU in back-to-back years of Arizona State beating Kansas. He's gritty yet talented. He's got an attitude. He will get in your face, and he's essentially the perfect Kansas point guard, right? Scoring ability, pick and roll, better as a catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, the numbers aren't bad, 37% as a, oh, sorry, as a freshman. Last year, he shot 34% from three. Like I said, better catch and shoot, but he can shoot off the dribble from deep. Not afraid to get in the lane. He's a pest defensively, and he's going to bring an attitude, and he's going to bring, I don't want to say swagger because I'm not a child, but certainly a, a level of confidence that Kansas is accustomed to at the point guard position. I think he's a tailor-made KU point guard. And if he fits in, if he learns the system, I think I think big things. <laughs> I'll put it that way. 19.1 points per game, two straight years. That's unbelievable. That's that's consistency, and that's truly what Kansas was missing just last season. 
And I know sometimes this drives some Kansas fans wild. 77% free throw shooter. You'll take it. Back-to-back years, again, 77%. He's consistent. He'll dish the ball as well. Right around four assists per game the last two years. I've watched him in Pac-12 play. He's a menace. And he's going to do some big things. I really think he's going to do some big things should he come to Kansas, which I think he will. Now, that wasn't the only transfer news. As you listen to the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show, let me know your thoughts on Remy, Remy Martin, how you think he might fit. Have you seen him play? If you've watched every Kansas game over the last four years, you have seen him play for Arizona State. Like I said, they played KU twice. One in Lawrence and one in Tempe. But like I said, not the only transfer. Just, was it yesterday the news came out? Sweeping down the plains like a cyclone. In from Ames is Jalen Coleman Lands. That's Coleman Dash Lands. Senior grad transfer. This is not the young man's first transfer. Oh, no. He committed to, to Illinois way back in 2015. Transferred to DePaul. Transferred to Iowa State. And now is transferring to Kansas for the season. The fun fact on him that I saw across Twitter is that this guy, I believe, is actually still one year older than Svi Mikhailuk, who's now in the NBA. So how about that? He's experienced. What's the deal with Coleman Lands? Floor spacer. Think of him as the next Isaiah Moss. Last season for the Cyclones, 39, let's call it 40% from three-point range. Defensively, whatever. But as we saw last year in the gap year between Isaiah Moss to this upcoming season, as it stands right now, now bringing in Remy Martin, of course, changes things. But the, but the group last year did not have what you would call, excuse me, a reliable three-point shooter. They didn't have someone who you could sit on the line. If you tossed him an open shot, you were going to say, oh, yeah, that's going to be pure. Christian Brown had his moments, couldn't find it consistently. Ochai Abaji, we've delved into that. And Jalen Wilson, of course, fell off the side of a cliff the second half of the season. So you bring in Coleman Lands, certainly knows the Big 12 after last year. And, you know, it's just more talent. Some guys are going to be disappointed. There's going to have to be some red shirts for sure coming coming in. Not this guy. He's a he's a 18th year senior. He's going to be playing or he's at least going to have an opportunity. You know, if the defense is as reported, maybe it'll be tough to get on the floor at first for Bill Self, or maybe the shooting will just have to play. Get enough defense from guys like Martin, McCormack, Christian Brown, Yosefu. You can maybe sort of cover it up. Kansas was dominant defensively two seasons ago, and that was playing Isaiah Moss a lot. Isaiah Moss could not defend, and it's okay. He could shoot. And I think that's the expectation here for Jalen Coleman lands. So that's a lot. That's some big news. Kansas finally has its ball handling scoring point guard again, potentially. Now, what does 
these two transfers mean for the roster? I just mentioned this a second ago. You're saying, where are all these roster spots coming? You bring in Remy Martin, you bring in Jalen, JCL. And you've got two guys in the draft process right now in Jalen Wilson and Ochai Abaji. To me, this is just my opinion. I think it means Abaji is more likely to leave. I'll tell you why. One, I think he's, well, one, he's older, right? Jalen Wilson, even though he had the redshirt year, he's going to be a redshirt sophomore this upcoming year. This will be his third year out of high school upcoming. Ochai Abaji just finished his junior year, so he's older. And I think a lot of people need to now realize that for a lot of these kids, getting the information that they're going to get drafted in the second round or potentially be signed automatically to a G League team is no longer a death blow to a a player's pro dreams. Let me clarify. We're we're accustomed to saying, okay, guys testing the draft waters. If he's not a first-round draft pick, if he's not getting that guaranteed contract, is it really worth it? That's what we're conditioned for right now. That's not the landscape anymore. Right now, it's almost just as important to get that clock ticking as a professional. Get the meter running in a taxi sense. Taxis, you remember those? Those are before Ubers. You get that meter running, you accumulate some cash first and foremost. You also accumulate some uh, professional coaching. You play against grown men. All you do is play basketball. You know, there's an argument to be made that, you know, guys at especially places like Kansas and Kentucky and you know, North Carolina, what they're really being hampered by classes as it is. They're only playing basketball regardless, but even more so. You're in a system potentially. You get drafted. You go to a G League team. We've seen successful G League stories. Devontae Graham, excuse me, right? So sometimes it's more important to get that clock ticking. And I think that might be the case with Ochai Baji. I think someone's going to see his athleticism, his good-looking jump shot, you know, the release and all that. The results might not always be there. But I think someone's going to see that, that lump of clay and say, we can really sculpt this, and there's something here. Jalen Wilson, on the other hand, needs a full season, needs a full season of going up against scouting reports, needs a full season of staying healthy, who the heck knows what happened? Whatever that second half slump was, I think it's enough to bring him back. I think he's going to get some good feedback, and hopefully it helps him on his path as a successful college basketball player for at least one more season. But bringing in Coleman Lands, I immediately thought, I think Ochai's gone. I mean, someone's going to have to be. This is a stacked roster already. And by stacked, I mean full. And talented, but mostly full. So let me know. Do you think one or the other is gone? Do you think they're both gone? Do you think it, maybe it's Wilson that's going to leave? I think, well, I know teams have had their eye on Ochai Abaji ever since his freshman breakout. That athleticism plays. It's the NBA. They don't draft right now. 
How many players have you seen drafted in the lottery who are young, raw? The NBA drafts on potential more times than not. It's not free agency. They're not drafting for fit, usually. It's about potential. And Ochai Abaji drips with potential. The guy can jump out of the gym, and he can shoot it usually well enough. With the right coaching, he certainly can be a consistent shooter. And then perhaps the sky's the limit for the guy. So with that being said, I, I think Ochai's gone. And if that's his decision, I wish nothing but the best for him. All right, Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. That's the news with the comings and the goings, potential goings. One last note here. Oh, by the way, NBA playoffs are sort of gotten going. A lot of Jayhawks in the playoffs. I'm skipping the Jayhawks in the NBA for this week because of the, the big news roster-wise. Um, but, hey, really interesting stuff last night between the Lakers and the Warriors featuring four Jayhawks, at least on the rosters. I did not see – I don't think Markeith or Ben McLemore played for the Lakers, although many of you probably didn't realize that Ben McLemore was a Laker. Uh, but Markeith was on the Lakers as well. Andrew Wiggins put in a pretty strong effort for the Warriors, though. At least 15 points. There was a stretch there where he played really well. Attacked the rim. Had one really nice turnaround move while guarded by LeBron James. So hopefully he's found a home. Hopefully Wiggins has uh, found a place that he f- feels comfortable in. Doesn't have to be the guy and the savior of a franchise. He and the Warriors... We'll take on Memphis in a couple days' time. No no Jayhawks on the Memphis Grizzlies roster, so maybe you want to root for Golden State. Maybe not. Oh, and they do have Kelly Oubre on that team as well, although he might be hurt. I didn't see him play last night either. But, hey, if you're planning your Thanksgiving plans or your travel plans, they did just announce the over-the-Thanksgiving holiday schedule for college basketball, at least on the ESPN family and networks, which features Kansas. And the headline for this article features Kansas. It's the ESPN events invitational. And where's the note? Where's the note? There it is. The ESPN events invitational, November 25th through the end of the 26th. And then I guess the championship game will be on the 28th. They're going to take the 27th off. Maybe that's Thanksgiving. I don't know. I haven't looked that far ahead. But it's a tough field. Clearly, the headliners of this event are Kansas and Alabama. Alabama just finished off a really good year. Of course, they were one of the teams that UCLA knocked off on their miracle run to the Final Four. Sweet 16 run, they were a number two or number three seed Nate Oates squad. Fast pace, up and down basketball. Uh, They are fun to watch and could be a pain to face, although it is not going to be a soft landing, per se, in that that tournament. Belmont, Dayton, Drake, Iona, Miami, and North Texas, those are all NCAA tournament teams from a year ago. And all of them potentially could be in the top 25. Sorry. It's Belmont, Drake, Iona, and North Texas that all made the tournament last year. Miami did not. Or Dayton. And yes, I'm looking at that Drake game thinking, ooh, it's the Yosefu return bowl to face his old mates. So that'll be fun. 
Uh, should be good stuff. It'll be featured in ESPN's Wide World, the Sports Complex in Kissimmee, Florida. I believe that's just outside Orlando. Like that's that's Walt Disney World, right? Kissimmee, which is what Mario says when he's being creepy. Hey, Kissimmee. Other events you can look up yourself. Um, that's the one that matters, though. The ESPN Events Invitational, November 25th through the 28th. They will not be playing on the 27th. The teams are Alabama, Belmont Bruins, Dayton Flyers, Drake Bulldogs, Iona Gales, Kansas, Miami Hurricanes, and the North Texas Mean Green. It's a solid one. It's no Miami, or it's no Maui. That's not bad. That'll be tough. And Alabama's good. Or at least they've got a good thing going. All right. Man, show wrote itself today. Interesting stuff. I, I am really hyped. I have I now have renewed vigor for the upcoming season. It was honestly, it was sort of a pipe dream for Remy Martin. And do keep in mind he is in the draft process, but also keep in mind he's probably coming back. I'd put it at 70-30. You never know. Someone could fall in love with the kid, make an empty promise or something, and say, look, you stay on the draft, we're going to draft you, at least in the second round. But keep an eye. The draft process, you have to declare your intentions by early June. So we still have a long way before this Kansas roster is set in stone. I wouldn't expect any more transfers, although who knows, right? At this rate, no one knew anything about Coleman lands being on the on the radar, and here he comes. But, yeah, I, I now have more juice again. The last year took its toll for sure. It was tough to watch. That USC game is going to leave quite the stain in the mouths of Kansas fans up until the opening tip. But hope springs eternal when the season's turned to fall, and we're a long ways from that. But it's good to have some news. It's good to be talking Kansas basketball. It's good to be back out and about. Hope everyone is doing well. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Look up some Remy Martin highlights. I think you'll like what you see. Until we meet again next Thursday, or whenever you listen to this, I wish you a rock chalk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.